Welcome to another episode of the Loving Life After Loss podcast. I am your host, Marie Alessi. Alessi here. I have this on my heart that I want to share with you and that is about the topic of laughter after loss, of allowing joy and happiness and belly laughters back into your lives. And for a lot of you, for a lot of us, that feels close to impossible, at least in the first couple of weeks and months and for some even years. So before I get started with this topic and really get into what I would like to share with you about this today, I want you to put your right hand on your heart, left hand on top, close your eyes and take one deep breath into your heart with me right now. feel the difference. For me, when I get into overwhelm, when I get into things that are too emotional for me, when I feel a lot of emotions, I do exactly that. I stop, I put my hand on my heart, I take one deep breath in. And often when I'm still a little bit antsy, when I still feel like I'm out of balance, I take another deep breath in and I imagine breathing warm white light into my heart or warm pink fuzzy light, whatever works for you, but breathe warmth into your heart. Take one deep breath into your heart. It makes you present. It makes you calm. And very often when we are in overwhelm, when we don't know how to uh, deal with the pain, how we deal with the grief, how we even get into this uh, process of healing, We don't know how to even get started. For me, becoming present is the first step. Because when we're in the present, the fear, the pain, sometimes subsides a little bit. Not always, but try it out as a very simple first step. Pardon me while I switch that on silent. So, I want to share a moment with you that uh, some of you may have heard this story already, but I would like to share this moment with you. And it was a couple of weeks after Rob passed, and I still remember it so vividly because I was standing in the kitchen, I was cooking, I was cutting some vegetables, whatever. And um, I started singing. I started singing Love is in the Air. And this very song I sang a lot when Rob was around. And... When you ask my boys, I always sing when I'm happy. So for me, I remember I caught myself in that moment when I stood in the kitchen and I started singing and instantly my voice just left me. It just went down even very soft and I stopped singing and I caught myself in that very moment and I thought, don't stop singing, Marie. Don't lose your joy in life. And I convinced myself in that very moment and it took a lot for me to really bring up that energy to continue that song and to sing it. And it was definitely not with the usual enthusiasm and passion that I use when I sing. 
I'm not talking about being, you know, the most perfect singer in the world at all, but definitely one of the most enthusiastic. <laughs> and um, and I sang that song, and it was a very significant moment for me in my life, in my grieving journey, in the very beginning of my healing journey, because here is the key sentence: I made a choice. In that very moment, in my kitchen, cutting vegetables, I made a choice to sing. I made a choice to be happy. I made a choice to allow joy and laughter back into my life. So for a lot of people, when they think about laughing, allowing joy, allowing laughter back in, guilt comes up for them. How could I possibly, you know, without Rob being here? I turned that around for me. How could I possibly not because Rob's not here now, I felt like I wanted to continue that joy, that laughter, that happiness that we have built together, that we have created together, that base that we built for our family, our entire family was built on love and connection and happiness and joy. And I wanted to continue that. I didn't want Rob's passing to allow that base to crumble for the boys and for myself. I truly had to learn I truly chose to learn to work on self-love, to work on allowing laughter and joy back into my life. Because yes, for a moment, for a very long moment, that stopped in my life. And it took a couple of weeks for me to realize that this is where my choice lies. How do I respond to such an adversity in our lives? How do I become a shining example for my boys? How to handle adversity? How to deal with that? And a recent conversation that I had with my boys on Valentine's evening, actually, it was initiated by my older son. And he talked about how kids at school are dealing with pressure and it really shocked me and it saddened me. And he asked me if I was to consider to work with kids. And this is very personal for me to share, but I'd really love to share this with you so you understand what's going on behind the scenes here as well. My first reaction was, God, no, I'm not even sure if I provided the right environment for you guys. I knew that I needed to focus on love, on joy, on happiness. I knew that that was my North Star. I knew that this is where I wanted to go in life. But I wasn't sure whether you needed more space for grieving, whether you needed more space to ex express sadness, to express the loss. And both my boys reassured me that they loved the way we handled it as a family. Both the boys started sharing memories, what was so important for them, what it meant for them that I had this approach, that I opened the doors to a very different avenue, how to address grief, how to address um, a healing journey at such a young age. I wasn't taught what to do with that. I was 20 when my dad passed away and I had no idea how to handle it. They were 10 and 8. I didn't want that to be their path. The path that I walked after my dad passed, I did not want that to be their path. 
I knew they needed something different. But did I know it was the right path for them? No. Did I have anxiety around, oh my God, did I provide the right thing for my boys? Yes, absolutely. As parents, we constantly ask ourselves anyway, are we doing the right thing? Are we giving them enough? Are we holding enough space for them? Are we providing the right environment? We do things like that. We beat ourselves up. We ask ourselves, are we doing the right thing? In particular, when it comes to adversity, I did ask myself the question. And when Rob's dad passed last year, a lot of those fears were re-triggered really deeply. And um, it asked me to put in a, oh, let me just, oh my God. I hope you can still hear me and see me because some warning came up on the computer. So... I had the most beautiful conversation with my boys about that and what they said to me really reassured me that I had done the right thing by listening to my gut instinct, to my inner guidance, to Rob's guidance, to my higher self's guidance, to my heart's guidance and this is why I find it so important that we do check into our hearts, that we do do this one deep breath. right into our heart do the heart work do the healing work allow it in your heart needs joy and happiness and laughter it needs it so deeply allow yourself to heal reach out to me i'm here for you i'd be more than happy to have a chat to you how this can apply to your very unique situation and how you can start your very unique healing journey I'm sending you so much love. Please feel free to share this video. Please feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube or allow people to come into our group, Loving Love After Loss. Have a beautiful week ahead. This is Marie. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you would like to find out more about Loving Life After Loss, please visit mariealessi.com. I shall see you next week. Bye.